God bless you, my friend, and good evening to each and every one of you. I, Robert Myrich, am welcome to the Thinking Man podcast. Before I go any further, uh, I just want to take, take a few minutes and just give God praise. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity uh, that we're having through BBS Gospel Net and your manservant, Dr. Bruce Smith. And Father, I pray that you bless the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be able to just share with this your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Uh, I want to say good evening to you. And first of all, I want to thank God for BBS Gospel Net and Dr. Bruce Smith giving us this wonderful opportunity to be able to just reach out and share uh, my heart with each and every listener. Primarily, I just want to be able to just have a conversation uh, with men and about the things of God that pertains to man. And that's why we're called the Thinking Man Podcast, because the scripture says, as a man thinketh, so is he. But our overall purpose is to be part of the end-time ministry that's turning the hearts of men back to God. We believe that if we can turn the hearts of men back to God, we can turn the hearts of men back to their families and just back to their communities, back to their marketplace of work, and just be all that God has intended for us to be. It's an honor and a privilege to be uh, here this evening uh, at BBS Gospel Net. Uh, just a few things about myself. Uh, I'm John C. Maxwell certified, and for those of you that may not be familiar with John C. Maxwell, John C. Maxwell is the number one organization in leadership training and communication. And so uh, that's just a small portion that I would like to share. But I, I, I uh, want to share with you um, the calling upon my life, and if you don't mind, I want to just share a little story with you. I call it the Red Telephone. And I was a young kid, and not exactly how, sh how old I was, I'm not really sure about that. But I do know this, I was old enough, I should have been off the bottle. reason I said that because my father, my guardian father, I remember I was sitting on a tricycle. And he was getting ready to go somewhere. I remember him standing in his khaki jeans and plaid shirt and his brown hat cocked up on his head, and he stopped and he put his hands on his hip and looked down at me and said, son, what do I have to do to get you off that bottle? And for some reason, I told him, I said, if you get me a red telephone, I'll give you the bottle. Now, for the purpose of being clear, I was talking about a toy red telephone. For today's listeners, we don't have toy telephones like we did. We got the real deal. And uh, I, I don't know why I wanted this red telephone. I don't remember anybody having a red telephone. Uh, don't remember seeing a red telephone on television because we, we didn't have color television. So I, I have no clue where the red telephone came from. But I told him, if you bring me a red telephone, I'll give you the bottle. Sure enough, he brought a red telephone. He, he brought a red telephone, and um, I gave him the bottle. 
And I sit there, and, and of course, at that time, those are two things you can do with a telephone. And that's, that's uh, either make a call or receive a call. So he brought me the real telephone, and there I, there I was, picking up the receiver and making a call, picking up the receiver, answering a call. And it's a toy phone. And as I shared with those uh, that I had the honor of, of being at the John T. Maxwell certification event in Orlando, Florida in February last year, I said that I've been running after this call all of my life. At that time with a phone, like I said, the only thing you could do was make a call or answer a call. And my whole life has been doing the best I can to answer God's call upon my life. And when I, when I was young enough, I remember the first gospel song that I ever wanted to sing. The song was called, If I Could Help Somebody. As I pass along, if I could cheer somebody with a word of song, y'all know the song, then my, my living shall not be in vain. And like many of you, I went to work chasing this call, and, and I, can, I can tell you right now, even at this very moment, uh, at 63 years old, in my Abraham years of following God's voice, trying to answer that call, and trying that's the whole purpose of my life. Number one, to glorify God to the best of my ability. To understand that I needed a Savior. I needed Jesus Christ. And I still need Jesus Christ. I'm still growing. Still growing in wisdom. So, I know a lot of us, as we look at the news today, we're, we're wondering where are we prophetically in the word of God. I'm not a prophet. So, I don't really focus a lot on that. You know, in the last days, perilous times shall come, and, and men shall be lovers of themselves and haters of the truth. I'm very, very aware of that. And I know there are many, many true prophets of God and prophetess that, that point to the tragedies around our world as signs of the ends of the time. I'm very, very aware of that also. But I also want to be part of that group that Turn the heart of men back to God. And I want men to know that God loves them. And I want men to know that we stand without Christ as sinners before God. It doesn't matter what you believe or don't believe. One thing I know for sure, you can read every book on the face of the earth, but the only book that pertains to the word of God that tells us how we got here and what God's purpose is for our life is the Bible. Uh, doesn't matter what, what you believe. The scripture says, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. And so I know some things that I want to be part of. I know he said in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters they shall prophesy. I want to be part of that good news to mankind that for God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son whose name is Jesus Christ that whosoever believeth in him and that word believeth means to be committed to and so it takes grace, it takes the power of the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit however you like it to be able for us to be all that we can be 
Christ in our life. And I want to encourage you today, uh, when, when, when I say we're the thinking man podcast, I don't have all the answers. It is in the Word of God. I don't know everything. I'm not qualified to know everything. But I tell you what, my friends, I just want to be able to have a conversation with men, black men, white men, free men, men that are bound, men that need a savior. I want you to know today that God really loves you. And God is not pleased with the sin that's in our lives. We need to come to Jesus Christ, ask Christ to come into our lives, sanctify us, and make us fit for his purpose. My purpose on being on the air is not to debate with anyone, not to waste anyone's time. I just simply want to share the love of God with you. I want to join the ranks of the great pastors and the great evangelists and, and the great prophets and prophetess in spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so that's why we're here. I thank God for this opportunity. I thank God for BBS Gospel Net and a dear brother that I met about two or three months ago, I'm thinking, Dr. Bruce Smith, uh, the proprietor of BBS Gospel Net, and many, many other things and wonderful things that you'll be hearing coming from BBS Gospel Net. And that's just a little bit uh, about me, how I, how I got here. Of course, God has blessed me. Um, I was raised in Blyville, Arkansas. Um, did a little traveling here, there, and the other, but uh, my heart and passion is for young people also. I was former, uh, my wife and I, youth pastor of the Miriam Sunset Church of God in Christ, and I recently just went back home to my church. God has gifted me to be working with other pastors and leadership training, and uh, I want to thank God for all of those pastors. And I want every pastor who's been in my life, uh, who's encouraged me, giving me their time, uh, give, praying for me, telling me everything's going to be all right. For those of you who have encouraged me, I want you to know that your time is not wasted. That's why I'm here today, because of you. And I give God praise for each and every one of you. But my primary mission is, once again, this is the Thinking Man podcast, and so we're going to be talking a little bit about everything. And one of the things I want to do, I want to share with you, I love reading. I am an avid reader. I have my own library, this, that, and other. And I'm a student of leadership. Like I was saying, I am John C. Maxwell certified. John C. Maxwell um, is the number one leadership training uh, vehicle in the world. Leadership training, uh, coaching training, teacher, speaker training, you name it the John C. Maxwell organization, we are number one. Uh, our founder and our leader in the Maxwell ministry is he is a man of God, and he talks to the uh, church world and corporate America. And saints of God, we need to find our place in corporate America. We need to be raising up the next generation of Joseph that no matter what the problem comes, God will give us the answer. We need to be raising up the next group of Daniel, that no matter what happened in history, God will always have a witness. And I want to be where God can use me. How about you? Very quickly, uh, 
I just want to look at Genesis chapter 1 for a minute and uh, just share this briefly with you if I can. And I'm going to call this portion the blueprint, and you're familiar with it. And it says in Genesis chapter 1, beginning at verse 26, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. Now watch this. I know you're familiar with this. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, fowl of the air, the cattle, and the earth, and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him male and female, created them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth, subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. Look at the first thing that God said, and I'm, I'm like a pastor friend of mine that said, now, now, now here's, here's, here's what I hope that you understand. This is Genesis chapter 1, and I like to call this the blueprint because you know what a blueprint, a blueprint is a layout of something that's going to be, but where Adam is not physically on the earth yet. This is God, and this is our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm assuming the hosts of heaven listening in on this conversation. It's like God just says, you know what I want to do? I want to make man. Somebody might say, well, Lord, what is man? And God had to show them. I'm remindful of the angel that says, what is man that thou art so mindful of him? What is man that thou visitest him? Well, in the initial beginning, Man was created in the image of God. Now, I don't want to get too heavy right now. I just want to, I just want to focus on this, okay? Because the Bible is heavy enough by itself, all right? So, watch this. Now, all of this is before the law of Moses. Look what God's plan was. I want him to be like me. I want man to have dominion. Not over other men. This was before the law. And not to say we don't need the law. Over the fish of the sea, the fowls of the air and the cattle. And then it says, and so God created man in his own image. And 28, he blessed them. And God said unto them, watch what he wanted. He wants us to be fruitful. He wants us to multiply. He wants us to replenish the earth, and he wants us to subdue it, and he wants us to have dominion over the earth, not over other men or women or children, even though God has called us as leaders in our homes, in our communities, in our businesses, in our churches. God has great things intended for man. And so, I want to share that briefly with you. Now, now watch this. Watch this. God has not even formed Adam yet. And I know the Bible is broken up in sections, but watch. Why do you say that? Well, watch this. Because in verse 31, it says, and God saw, I'm skipping now, and God saw everything that he had made. Watch this. And behold, it was very good. 
and the evening and the morning were the sixth day. Notice the day has ended. We haven't got to the part here where God forms Adam out of the dust. So what I'm simply trying to say is, is in, in, in very uh, layman's terms, we are all born with God's word on the inside of us. Okay? We have to, like Paul told Timothy, we have to stir up the gift that's in us. We have to remember that the gifts of God are without repentance. Whether you're saved or not, God has given each and every man a measure of faith. Each and every man carries an essence of God in him. That's why you're able to create. That's why you're able to build. Men build skyscrapers every day and never consult God. Men build cities every day and never consult God. Why are they able to do that? Because God said, I want them to be like me. I want them to be able and be blessed to be fruitful. I want them to be able to multiply, replenish the earth. I want them to be able to subdue it. So you have an essence of God in you. And I think one of the most frustrating things for us as men is when we don't know that. We know it's something we're supposed to do other than waste our lives with drugs and alcohol. And when I say that, I don't say that judgmentally. Been there, done that, got a t-shirt to prove it. Okay. And I, I've had the privilege of going to the mission here in West Memphis, Arkansas and, and having a great uh, uh, worship service with the men. And we, we have a blast. And I tell them, I said, for all you guys that think y'all Samson, Delilah's waiting to give you a haircut. And if you live long enough, you're going to get your haircut. <laughs> so we have a good time. And that's all. We want to be able to just enjoy the, pre uh, the uh, presence of God in our life. And, and I'm not here to talk about religion, but relationship with God through Jesus Christ. Okay? So when God created man, he did not create man to fail. He didn't bring us here just to tell us we're not worth two dead flies. No, that was not his purpose. Okay. Now, I've always said this. Okay, watch this. If we're born in the image of God, and I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm doing this intentionally because I want you to be curious. I want you to come back, listen to next week's podcast. I'm going to give you a little cliffhanger here. Ask yourself this question. If I'm in the image of God already, why do I need to be born again? Why does Jesus say man must be born again? I'm not going to answer that right now. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to see how many of you go look that up and, and respond if you can. Let us know you're listening. The answer's in the Bible. I'm not going to deal with that right now. There is a reason that we need to be born again. The truth of the matter is you and I know that after the fall, we lost fellowship with God. And let me put it in a nutshell. That's why Jesus came. That's why he, he went through what he did and suffered for your sin and my sin. 
And I'm not here to argue with anybody. You can believe what you want to believe. It's up to you. We live in America. We live in a country of free speech, free thought. But just remember this. The scriptures say every eye shall see him. Every knee shall bow. And every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God. It'll be too late at that point to believe. But while we have a chance today, and, and, and God said in, I, in the book of Isaiah, come now, let us reason together. And that's all I want to do, just reason with some of you brothers. Let you know how much God loves you. Many of you probably, like, like me, grew up fatherless. And you may not know it, but you're dealing with the fatherless issue. And one of the greatest fathers that could ever come into your life and my life, other than a man of God, is God himself. Somebody said, well, I don't, I don't need a preacher. I don't. Yes, you do. The scriptures say, how can they hear without a preacher? How can he preach except to be sent? God is not going to ring your doorbell. God is not going to send you an email. God is not going to uh, be waiting on you in the driveway. While you have a chance, with stations like BBS Gospel Net, and this station is going to give you a variety of men and women of God who are able to talk to you. We are in the last days. The Bible says that there are those that's going to be willingly ignorant. And the scripture wants us to know God would not have us to be willingly ignorant. And God loves us so much. Paul said, eyes haven't seen, ears have not heard, and neither has it entered into the minds of men what God have in store for them that love him. So I hope, my friends, today to inspire you to, to, to want to get to know God more. And I hope God can use me to lighten your day up, inspire you, motivate you, because right about now, in these last and evil days, we need men that know the face of God. We need men, the Bible says, the people that know their God, they should do great exploits. So while we are bemoaning what's happening in our nation with all the divisions that's going on, with all the wars that's going on, with all the things, in, even in nature itself, as violent as we see nature has gotten, when Jesus was asked, Lord, what is the sign of thy return? And the Lord told them, there shall be wars and rumors of war. Earthquake in diverse places. Now a lot of people, is this the judgment of God? No, he told you how it was going to be before he come back. But what happens is we've gotten so immune because of the violent society that we live in, we've been desensitized. But I pray for you today that God will touch your heart through this broadcast. I want men, I want you to just sit down and think. You know, in Isaiah, he said, come now, let us reason together. Listen, let's, let's just, just slow down for a minute and let's think. The scripture says, as water reflects the face of a man, so does the heart. And I'm going to share this with you briefly um, from Dr. Miles Monroe uh, in his book, uh, Understanding the Purpose and Power of Men. God designed for male identity. He said there are conflicting views of manhood. 
society has conflicting signals about what it means to be a man. Traditional views of masculinity compete side by side with new ideas of manhood in the marketplace of ideas. In other words, now the world is trying to tell us what a man is. And it is conflicting with the word of God. Now, I believe since God is, Jesus is the author and finisher of our faith, since God, since God was the first one to say, and the last time I checked, the only one that has ever said, let us make man in our image. Now, I don't know. Now, when you get through with, with, with your, um, don't mean Buddha no harm. Buddha ain't did nothing to me or against me or for me. I don't remember reading anything about him saying that or any other religious figure saying that. I don't know but one book that tells us what God said, and that is the Bible. And God said, let us make man in our image. And that, that's what God said. I haven't read nothing, nothing nowhere else where anybody else said, I'm going to make somebody in my image. Hadn't read that. Let us make man in our image, after our life, and then let them, watch this, let them have dominion. I'm going to give you dominion. And then, he wasn't just talking to be talking. It says, so God, so God, that word so has to do with a specific quantity of something. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created him. Look, male and female created he them. Not just a man by himself. Now, now we see it says male and female. Eve, at this time, Eve is not here. Newsflash, neither is Adam. This is just like a board meeting. God is like, <laughs> he's having a board meeting, okay? She's talking about what he's going to do. You know, when you talk to builders, people that build houses and, and, and skyscrapers and cities, they sit down and say, okay, this is what we're going to build, okay? We're going to build this. We're going to make that. And that's what God was doing. The man is not physically present at this point. And let me tell you something. God told Jeremiah, I knew you before you was in the womb. I'm not saying he said to everybody, but he's God. Okay. So I've had the privilege of going to the mission and talking to men. Had great services with those men. Dr. Bruce Smith here has talk, uh, shared with me about his experience and going into the prisons to talk to men. My wife does that. Uh, I got a wonderful wife. <clears throat> Lord said the same. We'll be married 32 uh, years uh, coming this June. Yeah, I think it's June. I know we're going to be married 32 years. Don't tell her I, don't tell her I couldn't remember. Okay, I think it's June. Okay. But anyway, 32 wonderful years. And, and, and listen, listen. Uh, the Bible talks about the last days people are going to refuse marriage. Marriage is of God. It is God's will. And so um, 
I need my wife to help fulfill my God calling in life. Because it ain't nothing I can do by myself. And if you got a wife, and, and maybe things are not going the way you would hope them to, God created her to help you. And we're going to get into that a little bit later on, okay? So, um, I'm going to get ready. And uh, I'm, I'm going to get ready and shut this down. And, and I hope and pray that uh, something was said that will encourage your faith, uh, increase your faith in the living God. I need God. How about you? I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. But it is the power of God to everyone that believeth. My friends, uh, I look to share more with you. My prayer is once again uh, that God will use, use me to be a part of this last day move of God, and that's to turn the hearts of men to God. Let me share this. Let me say this to pastors because uh, some other pastors and myself we're always talking, gentlemen. If you want your church built, you need to go get men. Jesus said, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. They're not going to come. You got to go get them. And we want to encourage you that, that we're here, we're in leadership training. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can uh, email me at rmileage, r.mileage1 at gmail.com and I'll respond to you. We're going to get ready, and right now Dr. Bruce Smith is in the house, and um, he may have some last words you want to say, Dr. Smith. All right. Well, my friends, I'm going to pray, and we're going to get out of here. I want to thank you, and I'm going to ask that you pray for us, and we are the Thinking Man Podcast right here on VBS Gospel Net, and Dr. Bruce Smith is our uh, brother in the Lord who's given us this opportunity. I want to thank God for Dr. Smith. And we ask you to keep us in prayer as we continue to be.